Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Our number three to get right with Reggie KG on your home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. 105 3 the fan, Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Hold that! Ross Lebinski holding it down for you. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. You gotta stop yelling. Observations from the Mavs' first four games as they get ready to take on the reigning NBA champion, Denver Nuggets, tonight in the inaugural NBA Cup. As we'll talk a little Mavericks basketball here on 105 3 the fan. At Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg Atatula, if you wanna get at us. On Twitter, coming up here in about oh, 15 minutes or so, uh, some bold predictions for week number nine of the National Football League. Some really good games this weekend. Chiefs, Dolphins at 8.30 a.m., Cowboys, Eagles, 325 on Fox and the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Bengals, Bills on Sunday night football as well. Just a really good slate uh, of morning, afternoon, and night games on the NFL this coming weekend. But... Uh, We'll have more Rangers conversation. Shout out to Brian Broaddus for jumping on with us via the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill hotline as he has been having himself a time today. But he's home. He's home. He's safe. He's eating some food. Thankfully. Mm-hmm. I don't, to the point where I don't think he understood my first question because I was like, have you eaten? He was like, no, I didn't eat earlier. And I was like, but then he said he had dinner. I was like, I think that's, that's right. He's eating. Yeah, but yeah. Blessings. He's 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 health. He's healthy. He's he's safe. He's well. I'm sure he'll take a nap for about a half hour and then watch some film to get ready for, <laughs> you know, for Sunday <laughs> as the Cowboys take on uh, the Eagles. But yeah, more of Rangers talk throughout the course of the show. If you haven't seen it, by the way, go to Kevin Gray Sports and uh, I retweeted a video. When I tell you, Jared Sandler loves his Texas Rangers. I want you to watch Jared Sandler. And equally as, hates the Houston Astros. Woo! As Corey Seager drops the line, you know, asking about the Rangers win the World Series. I guess we'll never know that type of thing. Jared Sandler's intensity is as high as ever. Okay? Jared Sandler loves himself, some Texas Rangers, hates the Houston Astros, and he also loves his Dallas Mavericks. That's right. Um, you might not know it because what, what happened this week? The Texas Rangers, Ross, won the world freaking That's series. Right. That's right. That's, That's right. right. While that was happening, the, the the Dallas Mavericks had gotten off to a nice little start here. They are 4-0 and thus far in the season. Um, don't ask me who they played. It's been it's been a little been a little hodgepodge of teams that are not. I think they played not Chicago. The Chicago was the last team Memphis. that they played. That was on Wednesday during uh, the clinching of the World Series. That's they right. played Memphis, but this is a Memphis that is, you know, really injured. 
uh, and then they they opened the season with the Spurs with the Slender Man, Victor Wimbayama. Ooh, he was cooking last night, buddy. We don't have time to talk about yeah, that at this right. point. I know. Um, but no, they they haven't played the toughest. Uh, they beat Brooklyn in their second yet. game. Mm-hmm. They did play Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously have had wins. And what have you noticed, KG, um, Mr. Mavs Man, through the first four games of the Mavericks season thus far? The most unlikely outcome. For the first four games of this season is the idea that Derrick Jones Jr. has been a starter for this team. Not just a starter. Knockdown shooter. Knocking was, down three-pointers. Night one was a problem. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Night one was an issue. A little bit of an issue. And it really it made us ask questions as to what they were trying to accomplish. Actually, night two was kind of an issue, too, for them. Yeah. For him, in particular. What, what, what were they trying to accomplish with him starting? And I was like, you know, he's, he's not all, ever been a great shooter. But one thing I talked to you about is that on wide open shots last year, he shot 37%. And I was like, maybe that's what they're hoping to see. And then as soon as I say that, baby, it started happening. He has been <laughs> shooting lights out, particularly from the corner, as Luka does getting those guys open looks because, you know, the drive opportunity is available. So he has been very effective, which is nice because the defense that he brings on the other end is something that you you need. It's really uh, indelible for this team because the offense is going to be there and baby has it been there. Luka Doncic <laughs> is a monster. <laughs> Got four double doubles in his first four games this season. Four double doubles. Um, I mean, he's already got, you know, triple doubles. Yeah, he's Luka's Luka. Okay, let's just get that. But this is the thing, Luca. Luca, you can say that, and it's absolutely true. But it almost undersells how good he has been this year thus far through the four games because he has been so good. And not only has it just been numbers, right? He's been effective. He's been pacey. He's looked. He he looks like he is in good shape. Moving up and down the floor. Um, Now I say pacey. The first game he was really running. The pace has slowly slid as we add more and more games to this when it comes for the entirety of the team. But he is looking to hit ahead and transition and do some of those things. And he has not looked as worn down later in games. Of course, again, four games. But he has not looked as as worn down later in games as he has in the past. So one thing you got to hope is that maybe the conditioning has been gotten to a point uh, where he is going to be able to play at a high level for you know a longer period of time into the season. And that really does bode well if you're trying to have postseason success here. Well, it's interesting. You talked about you know these teams being in shape. Do you happen to know... Uh, right now, who's number two in offensive efficiency right now in the NBA? Offensive efficiency? That's right. Um, as an offensive rating? That's right. I believe that they are second right now to who is offensively. Is it the Bucs? Uh, it would be the Boston Celtics. Oh, the Boston Celtics. Sorry. I knew it was one of the Eastern teams, but I was like, I don't think it's the Bucs. They haven't been playing that well. That's right. The Boston Celtics are cooking with that new uh, situation that they got there offensively. Second in offensive efficiency right now are the Dallas Mavericks. That's right. Sorry, I messed up your your thing because I was looking at those numbers. Oh, no, you're good. But guess who's number one in pace right now is the Celtics. But guess who's number two? Wait, the Mavericks are still two in pace? Number two in pace right now. Are you sure? At 102.5. John Hollinger, don't lie to me when it comes to these statistics. When did that come come out? Because that might have come out after the first game because I think the pace has absolutely slipped. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are down to one fifteenth in oh, pace. Oh, well, John Hollinger lied to me. Mm-hmm. John looking, Hollinger must have looked them numbers uh, maybe after game after game one. Maybe because man, I'm looking right now. Like, okay, well, where are they at officially then? Fifteenth, which is middle okay. of the road. All which right. look, man, if it maintains there. But the thing that I'm wondering is game one is really carrying a lot of this data sample. And one thing that we've seen from the Mavs time and time again, year after year, they're like, we want to run this year. And then what happens once you actually get into the season is 
that was a good in theory, but in practice they haven't been able to keep it up. So hopefully they can keep it up. And one of the things that honestly usually helps is when Kyrie is playing, he's missed some games. Yes. So I do wonder if that has also changed some of the pace numbers. And if now that he's playing tonight um, and getting back into the rotation, hopefully you'll see the pace jump back up and they can keep that keep that uh, that that motion up the court because transition buckets and those things help the offense and really put pressure on the defense. Serves me right. I'm just gonna go to NBA.com from now on. Yes, That's right. They're at uh, 14th. Thanks pace. for nothing, John Holland. I know, man. Making me look like an idiot out here. You know Zach Lowe. <laughs> Wow. Shots I fired. I, I got real spicy. My bad. Uh, for no reason. Good gracious. Uh, other observations. Hey, man. This rookie from Duke. Not bad so far. Derek Lively. Okay. I was like, wait, what are we talking about? I was like, you can't be talking about Cooper Flag. He's not even there Relax, yet. Rez. Relax, man. Uh, Derek Lively. Offensive rebounding. Shot deterrence a little bit. Lob throw. Yeah. Yeah. I Look. One of the things we talked about for him coming into the offseason was the learning curve and how he's been able to shorten some of that by his acumen, his ability to pick up things on both offense and defense, especially on the defensive end. His rebounding so far for this team has been absolutely fantastic and something that they have been desperately looking for from a center. Derek Lively, you give him a lot of credit so far has really played well through the first four games for this team. Yeah, he's already a viable rotation player in the NBA. But, the, I mean, the things that we the things that we worried about are still going to be a thing there, right, is that um, he still has foul issues. So maintaining on the court is going to be incumbent upon him to not do kind of the silly things and pick up uh, light fouls. If you're going to get a foul, go ahead and earn it. You know, and those are things that are going to be necessary. Also, what is now abundantly apparent is that he could be a little bit of a defensive backstop, especially once he once he reaches more of, I don't want to say his peak, because I don't think you can expect his peak in year one, but more of what he is truly going to be. Um, and it also becomes incredibly apparent in that when he is not playing, because this team defensively still has some warts. The de- Is the defense going to come around is still the question for these Mavs, because through four games, again, small sample. And I'm trying to be very careful and put that out there time and time again. We understand we're talking about a small sample, but what we see through four games, they rank 19th defensive rating, which That's is right. they're damn near in the bottom third of the league defensively. And again, this is what has to be. If you are going to be a team that's in the play or in the postseason or the playoffs that wants to make noise, you either have if you, one of those sides of the ball has got to be really good, and the worst that the other side of the ball can be at that point is average, and you are below average defensively, and that's going to be the thing that they need to figure out. Yeah, we figure this team was going to be able to score a ton of points coming into the season, but if they could be average or in the top half of the NBA in terms of defensive rating, that was going to give them a chance to win a lot of games. And we're still trying to figure some of that out from a defensive perspective, how much better they can continue to play. And I think some of that will come. And some of the reason why we see Derrick Jones in the lineup initially to start the season is can you guard guys on the perimeter to be able to help out Derrick Lively to take some of the pressure off of him as he continues to grow as a defender, you know, in this league, that will take some time as the season goes on. Another observation, Tim Hardaway Jr. Greenest light I've ever seen. Hello, sixth man of the year through the first four games of the season. That's right. Has averaged, what, 20 points per game, shooting well from the free throw line. He has been really good for this team. The the good version of Tim Hardaway Jr., has showed up so far in the first four games of this season. Yeah, and it seems like they're just they're they're hundred percent okay with just allowing him to be truly Tim Hardaway Jr. Get up shots, knock him down. Right, you you are here to play offense, um, and so do that. Right, defensively, obviously you're going to try and we expect effort, 
But ultimately, you are here to put up shots, and he is doing that to the best of his abilities right now. It is what it is. Like, he is a known commodity, and he is playing that role entirely uh, up to what is uh, expected. What is odd, though, is that you have not seen a lot of Jaden Hardy, who we anticipated maybe stepping into some of that role. Mm. And he has not had very much opportunity in that regard. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. right now shooting 45% from the field, shooting 43% from three (laughs) from the first four games of the season. I feel like I keep doing this whenever we talk about Mavs, whether it's just me on the you on the phone or just talking about it. We keep forgetting this dude, and we allow him to continue to go under the radar because that's the type of player he is. His name is Grant Williams, yes. and he is doing all the things that you anticipated. He is playing defense. He is knocking down open threes when Luka gets in the ball. He is, you know, tough, tenacious, rebounding. He is exactly what you paid for, and he's delivering as of right now, already being a rock in that role. And here's what's kind of, you know, been surprising so far is that so far this season, he is shooting the three well, but he's shooting the three well in volume. Right now, taking an average of 7.3 three-pointers per game, knocking down four of them. So we're talking about a guy that's right now through the first four games of the season shooting the ball from three at a 55% clip. Oh, that's right. He's still shooting 54% overall from the field, giving you 15 points per game on nearly 10 shots per game and playing almost 32 minutes a night. And as you mentioned, the defense and what he's been bringing there as well. Grant Williams has been all that and a little bit more, even with the offensive production that you're getting from him so far this season. Yeah, so again, four games, not even the, the best talent. I think that tonight, NBA Cup, uh, game one in the in the, in their group, you don't have to understand how it works. I'm not going to just watch it. It's a regular season game outside of that. And it's a regular <laughs> season game against a very good team, probably the best team in the West. Um, and so I think that this will help tell us a little bit more as we start to as we're trying to gather information about what this Mavs team is this 2023 uh, 2024 NBA season. Uh, should be a fun one right now, 4 0, and doing some things that we haven't seen from them record wise in quite some time uh, for this team. But those are some early observations for the Dallas Mavericks. I'm sorry, my eyes got big because I'm sitting here looking at the score between the Bucks and the, the Knicks. Brooke Lopez tonight, seven blocks. For the Milwaukee Bucks. You remember he he was in the competition for defensive player of the year last year. Yes, he was. And he has been phenomenal tonight. By the way, Jalen Brunson has been cooking. 40 and things. For the New York Knicks. It's the get right with Reggie KG right here on your home of the World Series champion. <laughs> Texas Rangers 105 through the fan. It's always fun to hear it. Coming up next here on our program. Uh, some bold predictions for week nine of the National Football League. What could happen this weekend in the NFL? Give us yours on the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053. We'll discuss and read them off next. Bold predictions for week nine of the National Football League on your home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers 105 through the fans. To get right, Reggie KG, Kevin Gray, Reginald Latula, yep. Ross Lubinsky holding down for you here. Uh, Kyrie got the young uh, new cut tonight. For the Dallas Mavericks. He the young boy cut? He does, actually, for the Mavericks. as the uh, They've tipped off in Denver at Ball Arena 4-2 to two early on in the inaugural NBA Cup. Derek Lively getting the start tonight for the Mavericks as Luka Doncic, the company, look to push their record to 5-0 and on the young season. Uh, started a little bit later. The game was originally supposed to start at 9 o'clock. But the, uh, we Bucks- know how ESPN scheduled this when they have these doubleheaders and TNT as well. They schedule them, try and schedule them relatively tight. Actually, ESPN is really the big offender. They schedule them tight knowing that they're going to have to push it, but mm-hmm. they just want to make sure that there's 
that those those games really do abut each other and that it's mm-hmm. more from one game to the next one. Uh, so the Bucks and Knicks ran over a little long and the Mavericks and Nuggets just now tipping off at Ball Arena. We'll keep you up to date on what's happening there uh, as we are with you until 11 o'clock tonight. As we've been celebrating, of course, Parade Day at Globe Life Field. Los Rangers! Los Rangers! As they have, of course, clinched their first World Series championship. Uh, continue to roll in your reactions on the truckred.com text line 877-81053. Also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. And on YouTube as well. Give us your thoughts and everything celebrating uh, the Rangers today. All right. So shout out to Big Sports Fan 2 on the tw- on the Twitch. Shout out to Blake on the YouTube who mentioned that Brent Brunson had 40. See you, my guy. And then uh, from the 2 on 4, they say Ken Griffey Jr. Are you familiar with this gentleman? I am. Apparently he's at uh, Cattle Mills, their high school football game, probably taking pictures. That is so random. I don't know if he's taking pictures, but it feels like any time that he's popped up of late. He's wow. taking pictures. That's incredible. Um, so, yeah, keep those rolling in on the truckred.com text line. We'll go inside the gray area here in about 15 minutes. But let's get you ready for week number nine of the National Football League as we try to recalibrate our brains after being so locked in on the MLB postseason, particularly for your Texas Rangers. Uh, some good games this weekend to get you ready for in the National Football League, highlighted by Dolphins, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles. In the America's Game of the Week, apropos uh, there with the Fox uh, music there. And if it on Fox. That's right. Bold predictions for week number nine in the NFL. All right, man. Uh, we've been trying to do this, b- bouncing back and forth from CBS Sports and NFL.com, who both put out some bold predictions heading into any week of NFL football. And we w- want you to get involved as well. What are your predictions for things that you anticipate seeing on week nine of NFL of the NFL slate, um, one just made me, you know, throw my head back. You know how some of those takes kind of jump yeah. out the screen and hit uh-huh. you. Um, this one is hot, and it comes from our our, our favorite hot take artist at NFL.com, Maurice Jones Drew. Oh yeah, he always good for one. Yeah. Always good for one. Yeah. And this time it involves Zach Wilson, who is yet to throw for more than 250 yards in a game this season. Justin Herbert. Across the mark four times this year. Um, they're going head to head on Monday night. That's right. He says Wilson will outthrow Herbert in a Jets win. In, in that in that Kellamore offense, he's like Zach Wilson chucking it up on Monday night. Like I get the concept here of bold predictions, but some of that stuff he'd come up with just asinine. Hey man, you, how you mad? At it? Sometimes you just gotta find a way to be bold. Now part of this is the idea that the Chargers' pass secondary is kind of boo boo. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Buddy, they just be letting anything happen. I mean, they really do. So maybe Zach Wilson does channel his Aaron Rodgers this weekend and throws for over 250 yards. I have a hard time seeing it, even as bad as that Chargers pass defense is. The bolder prediction for me would be that Justin Herbert throws for 250 yards in the first half. Against that Chargers. Oh, against wow. That, against that Jets secondary. I like this. I, li- I like this variation of the game, which is, KG ups the hotness on the take. I like I like this. All right, all right. Uh, how, how do you up the hotness on this particular take? As okay. we mentioned, it's the bi-coastal birds matchup oh, yeah, between yeah. the Ravens and the uh, Seattle Seahawks. That's right. The Seattle Seahawks have a really, really good defense this year. That just got um, better. They acquired Leonard Williams from the Giants. That's right. 12.5 points per game allowed um, since uh, week four. Mm-hmm. 4.1 yards per play allowed. 21 sacks lead uh, lead any team in that span since week four. And Lamar Jackson is meeting up with them. They say that Lamar Jackson is going to light them up. Okay. 
What you think? Is there a particular statistic that they say he's going to get, or is just? Let me see. I don't think that they have a very particular statistic here. They're just going to say he's going to have a real strong outing against one of the best NFC teams um, and the league's hottest defense. This game is in Baltimore, correct? Uh, that was my understanding, but yeah, I can double check it up for you, make so. sure. Uh, I'm going to go bolder. I'm going to say Lamar Jackson runs for three touchdowns and throws for 250 yards mm. in this game. And you're right, it is in Baltimore. Yeah, he's going to put on a show. Whew. Yeah, I think he runs for three touchdowns and throws for 250 yards in this game. All right, okay, all yeah. right. Yep. Yeah, Take man. that, bold predictions. All right, y'all being funny from the 806 on the truckwreck.com text line. John Smoltz will show up to call an NFL <laughs> game because he still believes the Diamondbacks have a chance to come back. All right. In okay. game nine of the World Series, that bullpen of Arizona, boy, right. they got a real chance to make things interesting for those Texas Rangers. Shut up, John. Shut up, man. I do have a bold prediction. Can I throw in one? Just Please do. Okay. Uh, we've got Bengals Bills on Sunday Night Football. That is correct. By the way, uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe this is the first time that the Bills have played the Bengals since the Jamar Hamlin um, uh, injury. Yeah, tra- near tragedy on that Monday night game. Uh, you have to correct me if I'm wrong. As far as the regular season. Yeah, I was like, didn't they meet again in that postseason? Play, they, they, yeah. they, the postseason. They okay, met so, again in the postseason. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So regular season-wise, um, I think both of these quarterbacks are going to go smooth off. In fact, so bold that I think both Joe Burrow and Josh Allen each – Throw for at least 350 yards in this game. Wow. Okay. I'm I'm not so. I look. I we've been seeing a little bit more of panic. Joe, uh, Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and this is a good Bengals defense. It I, is. I think this might go the other way for your boy. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um, but speaking of quarterbacks that people anticipate having a great game, uh, Matt Okada of NFL.com gives us an interesting one on uh, Fox's NFL game of the or America game of the week. Mm-hmm. What game is that exactly? Cowboys Eagles. In his career, Matt writes, Dak Prescott has only produced 40 plus completions in a win once, nearly 5 full years ago against the Philadelphia Eagles. Time for an encore. Philadelphia is tied with the San Francisco Niners for the most completions allowed in 23, and while Prescott's volume has been mediocre, that's mostly a side effect of lopsided blowouts. Dallas's air attack has been gaining momentum. That's stupid. Uh, as its run game falters. I think that's a stupid sentence. Um, and the Eagles' run defense is stifling. Okay, I guess. It's a perfect storm. Prescott's 40th completion will be the game-winning touchdown pass to Jake Ferguson. Oh, he added a whole bunch wow, of extra spice to it, too. That's very specific. That's wild. Um, so you're, he's saying that he's going to have 40 completions? That's right, in a win. So they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. At least 40 times. Catching the ball a lot. Well, in order to have 40 completions, I mean, how many saying. times is he going to throw? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're talking about 47 times. Like, it would yeah. have to be like 40 for 47 at, at best, yeah. right? Mm-mm. That's not a formula of success for Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. The, the formula of success is what his numbers were last week. 25 of 31 for 304 yards. Four touchdowns. Now, obviously, four touchdowns, a lot of touchdowns. But 25 of 31, if you're allowing him to throw the ball 31, 35 times, that's a good formula. I don't like that bold prediction. Doing way too much there. Yeah, because I think in that, in that situation, if he's having to throw it up that much, it also means that the defense has not been taking the ball away, which I think is going to be necessary in trying to make this make this thing a win for your Dallas Cowboys. Bold prediction, though, for that game. I know the Philadelphia Eagles' run defense is really good. 
Tony Pollard gets his 100-yard uh, game. 100? I thought you were going to give us something like 75. 100. Okay. Tony Pollard go for 100 yards in this game. You shooting for the stars on these bowl ones. I got like to. it. Got to. I like it. It's getting a little yeah. spicy, too. Yeah. Tony Pollard rushes for 100 yards in the game on Sunday. Ross, watch this. Um, do you remember the name of the starting quarterback for the Vikings this week? Don't 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 touch that computer. I see you. Uh, what's his name? Jaron something. Jaron Hall. I remember. Yeah, Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall. CBS yeah. Sports says uh, BYU. That's right. That's BYU. right. Yeah. That's right. With the nice little curl pattern in the hair. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Jaron Hall, who will be the starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, a lot of people would look up and say, "I don't know that quarterback. Ain't no way they can win." CBS Sports says that the Vikings will win their first game without Kirk Cousins since the Minneapolis miracle in January of eighteen. How you like that for bold prediction? As they take on, um, ooh, who do they take on again? The Atlanta Falcons this weekend. That's right. Yeah, Taylor Heineke That's getting the start right. for the Falcons at quarterback. Which, honestly, not to say that that raises the ceiling by anything very major. It will make them a little bit more consistent. That game ends in a tie. Ooh, man, you, you're really good at this bulk of prediction thing. Falcons, Vikings end in a tie this weekend. So we got to sit through overtime of that? What are you doing right now? I mean, they made us watch Jaron Hall and Taylor Heineke play quarterback. So, do you think it's smart for the Falcons to play Taylor Heineke? I don't know what choice they have right now. I think you keep playing Desmond Ritter and you make absolutely certain you know what you have in him. Arthur Smith is coaching for his, him. He's coaching for his job right now. He's got to find a guy that's going to win him football games at this point. And while at one point early on in the season, Desmond Ritter wasn't really turning the football over, what real effect was he having on the offense? Not a lot. Uh, at least Heineken gives you some of that element for them. You so. call him Heineken? Uh, Heineke. You sound like Brian Broaddus right now. Whoa. He had one too many today. And a Bloody Mary. <laughs> and about 10 bears. And a bear. Another bear. Is that it for the bold predictions? That is, that's all we got? Uh, no, there's more. I'm just trying to find which is the right one trying to, to find finish a hot, on. Yeah, a I'm trying to, one. Fi- trying to find the right one to finish on. All right, let's see about okay. this. So Marcus Grant says, uh, just like the days after the Raiders make major shakeups, they remember – that their best path to success lies in getting the ball to the number one, the more number one wide receiver. Expect the football to be headed Devontae Adams' way early and often, resulting in 15 targets against the Giants. Hot enough? I like it. 15 targets? You know what Devontae Adams is going to be? You remember that one game that Cooper Rush played against the Minnesota Vikings where all he did was throw the ball to Amari Cooper the entire night? Yes, I did. He said, hey, hey, Cooper, there's other guys other than Amari Cooper. Then why would I do that? Exactly. That's what Aiden Collins is going to be on, on on Sunday. He said, he said I'm going to play the touch. I'm going to run the touchdown play. Hey, hey, Devontae open. Hey, throw him the ball. He's going to get 20 I mean, in that game. <laughs> didn't, like, basically Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs get uh, old boy fired, basically? They just got fed up, right? With like McDaniels got himself fired. Fair enough, but okay. I mean. It became very apparent when those dudes were not behind it. But, hey, man, we got to move it along. So, yeah. yeah get him out of here. Let's make those dudes happy. <laughs> uh, Mark Ross also says that uh, the reigning MVP, Patrick LeVar Mahomes II. That's right. Throws five touchdown passes this week. Who they? Oh, against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. If he throws for five touchdowns, he's good for one of those I'm going to show you up type of games. Because what's been all the talk? It's been about Tua and Tyreek. Patrick Mahomes, hey, hey, man, look, y'all get y'all asses in Remember here. who run this. Uh, remember, okay, at 8.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning. That is so ridiculous. It won't be 8.30 in uh, in Germany. I, but come on, man. Damn. not Look, not that game. Dolphins-Chiefs, that game at 8.30 in the morning? Come on, man. 
We got to do better. I, I think they just looked up at Europe and they were like, you know what? We have been sending y'all some nasty stuff. Here, here, look. We'll just send you this. Not potentially one of the games of the year in the league. We're going to make it good. We're going to make it good. We're going to make it good. What you got, Ross? I was in uh, San Francisco last week, and so, and I missed out on the Cowboys-Rams game because normally I work all of them, but I, like, didn't think to myself, like, oh, like, I really need to watch this Cowboys game, and the last thing I thought was, man, I really need to get up for that across-the-pond game. I mean, my goodness, 6.30 a.m. on the West Coast. Like I said the last time we brought this up, you have to be down horrendous. To be watching those games on the West Coast. I mean, I'm gonna watch this one though, because this is a damn good football game with Chiefs and Dolphins. But yeah, that that's that's messed up for the West Coast. Six thirty AM start. Keeping it honest, I might watch the second half when I when I remember. Cause sometimes sometimes the the after a full you'll watch Saturday. The whole, you'll watch the whole after game. After a full Saturday, you really gonna miss Tyreek Hill? I might wake up and be like, Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, there's a game on. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Those are bold predictions going into week number nine of the National Football League. Get up early. Uh, get your coffee early. for. I mean, you'll have an extra hour of sleep, so. I forgot about that. I keep forgetting about that. That's right. Daylight savings time. Uh, it's 28-19 with 4.15 left in the first quarter. Denver up 28-19 on the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, about a little more than halfway through the first quarter in the first round of the NBA Cup in-season tournament. Group B in the West. There you go. There we go. Coming up next, we're going to go inside the gray area here. Well, we get to celebrate even further the Rangers Day in the Sun. Next on the Get Right. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. About to go inside the gray area here on the Get Right. Reggie KG right here on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yo. Ross Lubinsky holding it down for you here. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app, where it's been a historic day for your Texas Rangers celebrating their first ever World Series championship as they had their parade today. Yeah, and apparently, uh, as I go to the truckwreck.com text line from the 817, they say, y'all wish me luck. I left home about 9 a.m. for the parade, and I'm just now on my way home. 
appears I might be in the doghouse and I'd do it again. That is crazy. How people are people were only just recently leaving? Ain't no way. Ain't no way there's people still out there after it got dark. Bask in it. That's all wild. day long. She'll be all right. She'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Tell her from the get right that she'll be all right. Buddy, that is a KG message, not me. You better, you better. Beg. I mean, handle your business. You better beg. But let her know, hey, babe, it's all right. It's one day. It's one day. Because here's what you got to do, 817. Uh, your entire Saturday tomorrow is hers. Congratulations. You're welcome. I'm glad you got to experience all of all of the festivities and had a fantastic time. Tell her thank you, and then tell her tomorrow, babe, to, tomorrow's yours. And you'll be all good. Yeah, just all good. You know, you know that thing that you, you need. She's been wanting you to get done, and you uh-huh. haven't. Just go ahead and make that. Yeah, just go ahead and just put that on the list. Go ahead and clean them gutters or something. And, I don't and, know what it is. And if you want to get real brownie points, get up early and do that. Mm. Get up real early and do that. Good luck. Because I'm sure you're a college football fan, and your favorite team is probably playing tomorrow at some point. You know, handle your business. Yeah, you might just have to hit record on that. One. <laughs> you um, might have, that's a good call. Might have to hit record on that. One. Apparently, uh, our friend Jeremy um, on the YouTube wants us to remind all the Tolos and Rangers fans out there oh. that if you want to just relive the championship uh, parade and all those festivities, Valley Sports Southwest is re-airing it tomorrow at noon. For those who can watch it. That's right. I said it and I didn't think about it. I For those who can which watch is, it. Can we take a second? I'm sorry to cut into the gray area. No, it's a very no, important time no, uh, where there is no gray area. That's right. Um, hey, man, uh, through the basketball season, I mean, there has been, what, four games for the Mavericks? There's already been three outages by Bally. Yeah. Since the start of basketball season. Stars games have had a little bit of issue as well. They really acting up. They, they really acting up right now. And people already don't like them. Yeah. What are they doing? Mark Cuban addressed it the other day. and You better get some refunds or something. Once, you know, the entire situation is resolved one way or another, you know, Cuban's saying, look, man, all options are on the table uh, for them. And we've seen NBA teams already as we're inside the gray area here. Uh, we've already seen some teams start to make decisions for themselves. The Suns being one of the more prominent teams, um, direct to consumer, you know, uh, programming for their games and whatnot so i think the the tough part is that uh bally has made sure and diamond sports has made sure to keep uh keep paying on the the dallas area teams on the north texas i should say area teams and so i I don't know if you'll be able to get out of that contract but i imagine there's a lot of sports fans in in north texas and i guess now that the rangers are done with their season for the time being particularly stars mass fans they're like hey dog might want to make that move and make it quickly so we can actually support the teams that we want to support. Mm-hmm. Speaking of support, that's what happened today at the Arlington Entertainment District as the Texas Rangers got to parade around the Commissioner's Trophy. Bruce Bochy winning his fourth World Series championship as a manager and the franchise celebrating his first ever World Series championship. Mm. And there's nothing like a good parade for fans to be able to celebrate nearly three quarters of a million people having the chance to celebrate the Texas Rangers. If you could hit me with cut number 25, Ross, Bruce Bochy, does it ever get old winning it all? You know, last 36 hours, you know, I've been asked, hey, does this ever get old? It doesn't get old, trust me, no. Not when you get to watch these guys, with their deep determination, their resilience, and the heart that brought them together 
and play as one to do what they did. And that was one of the themes and the words of this entire season for them was resiliency. Yeah. All the injuries that they've gone through. And again, every team goes through injuries. But you think about some of the guys that they had to deal with that went down. Corey Seager going down for six weeks. Adolis Garcia, you know, dealing with injury, which led to the Evan Carter call up. Obviously losing Jacob DeGrom to Tommy John surgery. You know, this team went through it, but they found a way to continue uh, to persevere. And one of the guys that I mean, Jonah Heim is, was injured Jonah at a point. Heim, I mean, yeah. obviously, Adolis Garcia got Josh injured towards Young the end of the hurt, season. Yeah. Josh Young got hurt. Um, and then also, you just you had a natural up and down in play. And I mean, we had you had an instance where Will Smith was your closer handling his day, and you what had him fade at a certain point. Wow. You had a point where LeClerc wasn't doing exactly what you needed, and he ended up being the closer of the postseason, right? Like you, you weathered all sorts of ups and downs in in play and in injuries, and you came out the other end holding up the commissioner's trophy. Cut number 28, one of the stars of this postseason for the Texas Rangers, Nathan Evaldi, on if this World Series win feels a little different growing up, having grown up in Texas. This one feels very special, starting it from the very beginning with this group of guys that we have. I mean, this is this is up there, best moments. Says it all. all young, the- young man from Alvin, Texas, helping his Texas Rangers win a World Series. Like a certain other pitcher how about that from Melbourne, texas nolan uh, ryan that's right am, am i gonna be the jerk here sure i was surprised that they didn't talk more right like and i guess maybe i'm thinking especially like i'm re- thinking back to the nba uh last nba champion um denver nuggets and the way that they were on them microphones talking crazy <laughs> and i was kind of hoping that these dudes would just sit there and uh, you know bask in it and talk for talk for for a good amount of time, and it felt like they're really quick with it. And I I kind of wanted them to, to to lay out and really just, but maybe you just I, I have to appreciate who this team is. Like there there's not a lot of like big talkers necessarily, and not to say like big talkers in uh, they'll talk their talk, but they're they're not guys that are you know are, are long winded in any way. They just like look man quick to the point, and I appreciate that. I just really hoped that they would have just you know grabbed a hold of the podium and really. You know, uh, let it all out, you know? Well, uh, this particular young man did in his uh, moments that he had today. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, really, this was truly special, you know. We, we appreciate all your support, but I just got one thing to say. You know, everybody was wondering what would happen if the Rangers didn't win the World Series. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Corey Seager with the mic drop moments of the day, the two-time World Series MVP. And you're right. There's not a lot of guys who do a lot of talking on this team. So for him to really kind of embrace that heel turn moment, at least for a half a second there, um, because of what the Astros obviously and Alex Bregman had said about, you know, winning the division and being able to do that again. I, I thought it was for a guy who doesn't necessarily do that, a moment for him to be able to revel in the idea, hey man. On any day, this is the day that you get to talk all the ish that you want to. And Corey Seager, at least in that moment, was able to do just a little bit of that. And what has now become my favorite part of that moment, and I had not seen this, but Jared Sandler actually posted the Rangers, uh, the Rangers, the, the the video that they posted on their social accounts, mm-hmm. and from that angle. You can see in the background, as we mentioned, various players that obviously did not know Corey Seager was going to say that. 
the biggest reaction, of course, comes from none other than Adolis Garcia. And once he notices, <laughs> he loses his mind, and it's so fun to watch. Because he's, I mean, you, he wears his emotions on his face and on yeah. his sleeve, and he is so, like, animated when he, when he is in that place. So it was fun to, for him to see, oh, I see where you're going, and I love it. Uh, from uh, the 214, I don't know, y'all. Everett Carter might not be a talker, but he said we're going to do it again. Not just him. Not just him. If I can take a little bit of a hold for sure. of, uh, for sure. of the gray area. Uh-huh. It feels weird to be on the uh-huh. on the steering wheel on uh-huh. this one. If you could queue up for me, cut number 27. Uh, Bruce Bochy also had something to say about the idea of this maybe happening again. I can't thank them enough. The last thing I went in on, my granddaughter Maddie, was on. she's on the parade. We're done with the parade. She goes, Papa, I'm going to do that again. I'm with her. I want to do this again. Let's go. Thank you. Run it back. Run it back. And for Bruce Bochy, uh, you know, we've talked about for baseball managers how hard it is to quantify the impact that a manager has on a team in terms of their abilities to win day in and day out. But one thing that we have come to learn from the comments from players, uh, from other coaches, from people who cover this team is that the presence, the mere presence of a man who has won three World Series, now four World Series championships, and what that does for an entire clubhouse to help them manage the emotions of a 162-game regular season and then having played a total of 179 games throughout the course of the regular and postseason and how that influence is able to help them be able to go through the ups and downs and the emotional highs and lows of a season. That, to me, is something that, while you can't necessarily put down as a statistic, players to a man have talked about that throughout the entire season. And you give Bruce Bochy a lot of credit for not just embracing this opportunity, but the entire situation of coming here at the request of Chris Young and believing that he was the man to take care of this and delivering something that they had not had, which is a World Series championship. And he proved him right. Proved him 100% right in that regard. Um, lovely to see, obviously, you know, the, the celebration, but, like, it really was something to see all these folks gathered together, celebrating together. I think that's one of the biggest things about, like, these celebrations, these parades, is that it allows a whole bunch of folks to come together all up and down uh, like my Instagram, seeing various people just taking pictures in the crowd and amongst the crowds with people that I guarantee they didn't know ahead of time, um, just kind of basking in the common ground of our favorite team are are the are atop their sport in this moment, and I, I think that's that's the the human connectivity is always the part that gets at me. The Texas Rangers, the class of 2023 World Series. Champions. You love to see it. You love to see it. You do love to see it. It's inside the gray area here on the Get Right with Reggie KG here on 105.3 The Fan. Season long journey comes to an end. We'll be celebrating this one all off season for the Texas Rangers. Coming up next here on the Get Right, got your headlines on this Friday night as we get you ready for a big weekend of sports action, including the Mavericks taking on the Nuggets in Denver. We do it next on 105.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.